Welcome to the Common Briefing Program. Oh, we're going. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, a CGP offshoot podcast where each month a few of us from the Common Geeking Program share the latest stories that we feel are the most important and impactful for geeks around the world. I'm your host, Colin Ketchin, and recapping the month of February 2019, I am joined by, let's do Jeff Keenan, because Jeff, if your internet dies, I want you to have gone first. <laughs> My name is Jeff Levitt. And uh, we don't do I I don't say what I'm talking about yet, do I? You can, but you know we can just keep rolling. It's a little more casual this podcast. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking nothing about nothing but the mans in this one. The mans that you poke, <laughs> the poke mans, if you will. Yeah, hold on, let me zip back up real quick. <laughs> I'm talking about nothing but Colin's penis. There's Aww. lots of geek news in that sector of the geek world to go over. This may be the longest running episode for obvious allegorical reasons. Pokemon. Pokemon-y Pokemans. Indeed. <laughs> Is, uh, who else am I joined by? You're joined by me, Keenan Kodish, the voice of the people. Hey guys, how you doing? Oh god, what people? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and now we have about one hour to give you the news. Uh, we'll take turns telling you our hottest headlines before we eat. The hottest for the top. of headlines. The hottest of headlines. Get some oven mitts for these headlines because this newspaper is not safe for your fingies. Uh, we're gonna, it's so after not all safe this... that we had to convert it into your ear holes instead of your fingers. <laughs> you need to put a condom over each headphone <laughs> before you Christ. even think about listening to us, okay? It's not fucking You're dirty weird. you put a condom over each digit, shouldn't you just wear gloves? <laughs> no, no, I don't think you, you don't, you don't practice safe podcasting, man. You gotta like have that. What would that even sound like? Like, would there be some like weird reverberating echoey sounds? Like if you just yeah. put both your headphones in condoms? Yeah, I would be. Oh, yeah. Keep, keep, no, no, Jeff, keep going. I like this. Uh, so at the end of this, we're each we're going to vote for what the top story of the month is just to, you know, round out this whole thing with our opinions. But it's going to be a couple free segments of conversation before we wrap. It's a lot more relaxed than our sister show, Common Geeking Program. And more like to mother. demonstrate how relaxed I am right now, I have a plate of six fresh, hot Pillsbury cookies straight out the toaster oven. And I'm going to chow down on these bad boys as we talk. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I just had Popeyes for the first time in my entire life. Oh, so you're going to fall asleep in like two seconds? Does it have that effect on people? There is. The the itis is a real thing. I just imagine if you ate a bunch of fried chicken, you're not going to be doing so hot. I just had Popeyes. I didn't say I had a bunch of Popeyes. It was just three-piece chicken tenders with some fries and biscuit. There we go. Oh, you got a three-piece tandy bra? Yeah, which incidentally was my nickname in high school. <laughs> yeah, they call them three-piece tenders. They'll mess with him. No, no, not just, not three-piece tenders, fries, and a biscuit was my full name. Yeah, they call him that because he's got three dicks and only one ball. <laughs> yeah. And we think he's French or what, something. You'd call, I mean, I know they're more shaped like that, but we'd call the tenders the dick? Yeah. I feel like the tenders is more like a, more like a ball thing. Nah, you know? have, yeah, you I seen, know have you seen your dicks? Chicken. Tendies. tendies are pretty flat and elongated. Okay, okay, but elon. No, no I, I know. I, I acknowledge that the actual shape of the food is is more like that body part. But to call them tenders, tenders is clearly well, a. That's I don't. That's not a description of the shape as much as it is of like the consistency of the yeah. thing. And I would say, uh, try not to be too blue for all our listeners here. 
a, a man's penis is fairly tender as well. I guess, but you you don't more you more associate the the testicular uh, Jeff, tender. I just want to say, Jeff, 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 you you haven't you haven't seen this guy's his three dicks, okay? So like, if you <laughs> saw them, you'd be like, oh. I get it now. I can't describe I it to you. it was me. I haven't seen my own dicks. Yeah, that's what's really weird about this conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, to take it in a different direction. There's a direction, lot of really I weird things of, about this conversation. <laughs> I took it to understand that um, the uh, that the biscuit was saying, like, Jeff got a badonk behind all that front action. No, that's just, that's just like, the one, it's like Biscuits the one ball. Biscuits and gravy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Jeff, I just edited uh, 102 earlier oh this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I turn and Pat like accused you once again of of poop noodle controversy. Oh my god! Given your reaction to that disgusting term, <laughs> and I had to make it post credits. That's okay. It's three minutes of you <laughs> trying to like semantically divide your defense of your reaction <laughs> to the word poop noodle is one of the favorite things I've heard. If anybody, one hundred two should have come out earlier today for you listeners. Um, it's it's worth a it's worth a gander. It's a fun episode. I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I'm I'm behind. I've been I've been uh, uh, listening to a lot of Adventure Zone, so that's been taking up my my podcast choices. Oh, speaking yeah, of noticed. things to take up your your podcasting, Keenan, I'm going to need you to take a real quick listen to uh, my brother and my my brother, my brother and me episode. I believe 27. I'm going to have to confirm that number for you. Like it, just it's got some, did you go back? It's got some. Did you like go back and listen to all the backlog of the Bim Bam? Yeah, I'm starting from the beginning. And I didn't. Oh, I, I, I did not fuck. With I that. did not know <laughs> how long back it went until Griffin, yeah. in, in like episode twenty or something, went. Did Michael Jackson die this year or last year? And I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, I... on the thing. We listen right now. They're at like episode four forty something. Yeah. And if you say they come out weekly, a little quick math tells you you're not in this decade anymore, bud. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do a little quick math. You know, I just knew it was generally a long time ago. But Keenan, there's a there's in episode twenty seven. There's a a conversation strictly relevant to our situation. Also, I'm gonna need this this conversation completely struck from the record you if you want to just bleep something in this whole thing because it, this could be some friendship ending shit if it if it gets out to some other people we oh uh, okay yeah. okay our, our, the friends involved with this podcast are not gonna listen to this podcast jeff you're safe yeah but i don't i don't need that shit in the fucking backlog on the internet you that, gotta believe yeah. it no i think i think i know what he's talking about and we we can't have evidence around we anyway. can't have evidence okay well now now i'm curious like i was about to jump right into that geek news but this is far no, more breaking. No, no, well, like, I will can't. tell you if you promised uh, you no, no, unequivocally promise to strike it from the record. <laughs> no, we'll just do I, it. I we'll... promise that this will not be aired, but your raw audio file is still going to be there. See, that's, tr- that's my like, point. He's going to keep it and yeah, just be like, oh, by true. the way. Colin could blackmail us. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not about that. We'll talk about it now after. Now you understand why I've spent two years and hundreds of dollars in this project. <laughs> that's the whole point to blackmail us. We'll, uh, Let's we'll just tell say... You We'll tell no, you afterwards. Once, yeah, we'll once tell the you recording's off. We'll tell you off the record. Me as uh, <laughs> all right, but all right, listeners, tune in after the credits for whatever I'm gonna bleep out. This will be fun. <laughs> all right, so let's go into the news. All righty. So my name is Colin Ketchin. And I'm going to go first. And if we're talking about geek news, oh, I forgot you, you in the month it. of February 2019, uh, well, as a gamer, 
I think there's one news story in gaming culture that kind of supersedes just about everything. And you guys might not agree, because it's not totally your wheelhouse, but it has quickly become mine. I'm not talking about Jeff's Pokemans. I swear to God, if it's fucking Sonic. I'm not talking about Sonic for once. Okay, I'm I'm not talking about Anthem. I don't think one could really claim that Sonic really applies to everyone in the gaming world. No, I was just, I just didn't want it to be Sonic. But uh, I'm actually curious. Well, now I know how you really feel. Well, it's not even Metro Exodus, which I've been thoroughly enjoying. I might talk about it at the end. Oh, is that out already? But yeah, but I only got like ten minutes to talk about it. I'm talking about Apex Legends, uh, so yes. I'm kind of glad that it's you two because I think we might get some decent conversation because you guys don't play a, a lot of a lot of online games. I don't know shit about Apex. I just know it has something to do with Fortnite in that it doesn't, but it's a competitor. That's all Indeed I know about it. it is. So Apex Legends is a first-person shooter battle royale made by Respawn Entertainment. They're the guys that made Titanfall. Uh, Vince Zampella and his co-workers who got fired from Infinity Ward over the whole Call of Duty shit. They made their own studio. They made what? Titanfall, which is amazing. Which, uh... This is like this is like when Michael Jackson died sort of news. You might want to scroll back in your Mabim Bam feed to learn about that. Oh, I thought you said they got fired off of Infinity War because of Call of Duty shit. And oh, I was like, no, what Infinity the fuck Ward. does... Okay. <laughs> this is the first time... Man, Call of Duty has become so unimportant that Infinity War has dominated our culture, and this is the first time I've been... I've seen confusion between the terms Infinity War and Infinity Ward, the creators of <laughs> Call of Duty. Like, nice fall from grace, dickholes. No, you make good stuff. So Apex Legends is made by these folks who have... The Titanfall games are very well-received, but they haven't always sold as well as, you know, EA, the the utterly benevolent mother company of Respawn, uh, would perhaps want it to perform. So they said, hey, guys, could you make us some money? Thanks. And they said, we'll try. Uh, So Apex Legends is a free-to-play battle royale. The genre of battle royale, for those of you who don't know what Fortnite is, more people play Fortnite than watch Netflix. So maybe, yeah, 200 million Fortnite monthly active users, 140 million Netflix subscribers. Okay, but multiply that. I know it doesn't account at account sharing and stuff like that. No, that that tracks because if you need to play uh, Fortnite, you need to buy Fortnite. If you want to watch Netflix, you just got to find someone else who yeah, has that's what I'm Netflix. Saying. So Fortnite's it's not free, people bro. who watch Netflix, it's people who are subscribed to Netflix. Yeah, people who are still, subscribed but to still, Netflix. still, that's, a, that's a fairly the, impressive number. Right, but I'm saying that the people who watch Netflix is probably you're right. higher. No, you're uh, right. I would like to appeal to the court that I may amend my statement before the release of this uh, of this particular hearing. Thank you. Done. So ordered. Uh, here, yeah, so, make a, make a, you'll, you'll edit it. I actually am holding a little hammer. A little hammer. One, and yeah, he's a transformer. Gross. Oh, of course. <laughs> just I wouldn't have brought it up unless you're we thro- just made a gavel me off my juju, Jeff. You're throwing me off my juju with your transformers. <laughs> All right, so uh, tell us more about, about Apex. I've heard a lot about it, but I actually, uh, you know. I don't love Fortnite, and it's not because of all the stereotypes or all the 12-year-olds. Or the entire culture. I just, it's it's not really a game that grabbed me, and there was like an account issue where my account didn't work, so I couldn't really play on cross-platform, so I stopped. Apex Legends, first of all, it's a first-person shooter set in the Titanfall universe, so it's already Hmm. something I enjoy. You don't have the giant robots, you don't have the free-running, but you have (laughs) the very smooth... Like gun, well, there were like jetpacks and wall running and, and sure. things like that. Oh, there were giant robots. The Titans are giant robots. So you, yeah, no, the, yeah. I, I understood that. I just thought that that kind of the large part of the world premise of 
of that universe was having the giant robots. <laughs> yep. So there's a little bit of fiction introduced uh, when you start playing the game, which is a cut scene of just like the Apex Legends are like it's it, it's a notoriety thing. Whereas the Titanfall campaigns, you play as soldiers, and as soldiers and pilots, you have all this extra equipment. The Apex Legends, it's it's like a mix between like Overwatch and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, mm-hmm. where yeah, like yes, it is cut. a battle royale. But it's like Overwatch in that you have, like, different players that kind of fall into different classes. Like, yeah, like champions. Exactly, yeah. So they're just called Legends, much like, you know, a lot of other free-to-play games. It it pulls from that. And Titanfall has always pulled from the MOBA scene uh, quite a bit. And I think that this is their take from MOBAs here, is is you have eight playable characters, six six of which are free. And I assume we'll get more soon. Um, and each one plays a little bit differently. And they're all voice acted really well. They've all got very different visual styles. So they're doing it right the way that I would say like Overwatch and League of Legends generally do it right. Mm -hmm. The concept of the Battle Royale being you have a giant map, you have, you know, 100 people. In this game, it's uh, 60. And everybody jumps down onto the island from a dropship. And you just have to be the last one to survive as a ring of energy closes in around the map slowly. Hunger Games style, and, you know, Last Man Standing wins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, I've only won one game, but I've come in second plenty of times. Um, Out of how many? Two? uh, Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Second uh, second place. So the thing that I like about this game is the squad functionality. And I think PUBG does this to an extent. But in Fortnite, you're generally going in solo. I know you can work together. Uh, but in this game, you're always in a squad of three, and there is one mechanic in this game as you're searching for weapons and upgrades and navigating the map. There's a mechanic in this game that works so well that I'm angry at all the other games I play for not having it. <laughs> okay. and it's so it's so simple. It's a feature that makes sure you don't have to talk to anybody, which is my favorite thing well, is that when just, I was strangers. I wish that just... real life had that feature. <laughs> I know, right? Well, re- <laughs> real life does, because in real life, if someone asks you, hey, where do I go? You can point your finger in their face like a confrontational douche. And then and they'll be looking an for State for Street for the next 10 years. <laughs> Still going. <laughs> so what of the so the right shoulder button, so like the button above the right trigger on your controller, if you're playing on console, is a ping mechanic. So wherever you're looking, it creates a waypoint and your character will call out what it is. If you're pointing at a weapon, like say if you point at a longbow and I'm playing as Gibraltar, the big, awesome, loud Samoa guy. Gibraltar! There's a longbow over here. And then um, all I have to do is push the button and everyone on my team knows I'm pointing them to a good weapon. Hmm. And whatever you point at, you will have a different audio cue for that. It shows up in the action feed. Oh, okay. I'm I'm understanding what you're saying. You can also, it's very, very quick and accurate to call out different things in the map and for a map that's this big where communication is that necessary but you don't want to talk to anybody i'm so blown away at the efficacy of this one button feature jeff how's that soby life water treat you yeah, right there buddy had some ice in it that i was not expecting because it's been sitting in my car <laughs> jokes <laughs> that's some elemental damage if i've ever seen it <laughs> so Apex Legends, um, Battle Royale is still not my favorite genre. Um, I think what I'm really liking about it more than anything, aside from the ping system, is it's free. So for, and it's AAA, like it feels amazing to play. Mm -hmm. 
and five friends on Xbox that I want to play with and we want to play something like besides Destiny, which is what I play the most. I don't have to be like, hey, does everybody want to agree to spend $60 in this weird marketing suicide pact? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hey, here's a new thing we can play for free. It's good. Let's jump on it. It's allowed me to hang out with friends I haven't talked to in like a few months. It's uh, It's been a go-to distraction for a lot of things. And every time I play Destiny now, I can't ping information to people <laughs> in the game with me. And I'm frustrated that they are not going the way I want them to go. Um, (laughs) But Apex Legends, its success, like, surprised even me. I started playing, like, three days after it came out. When did it come out again? It's pretty, pretty real recent, right? It was the first week of February, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that recent. You know, it it was... uh, It blew up. It did. Within one week, it had, (laughs) um, like... Hold on, I gotta look up this number because I don't want to say it wrong, but it's crazy. Honestly, I could have sworn it came out a while ago. No, that's how, yeah, that's how ubiquitous it's been. It's been so saturated. But I could have sworn it was talked about and I saw stuff for it, but it turns out, you know. uh, No, yeah, EA and Respawn did not give us a heads up. Like, they just dropped the game, no announcement, no nothing. Within one week, 25 million players. And this isn't like Fortnite and PUBG where it's on your phones and it's on your Switch. It's just PC, PS4, Xbox One. Um, but this game has, I think, I think it is the biggest gaming story of the last month just for its impact. Mm-hmm. But that's also like saying like Fortnite is the most important game of 2018, which Polygon dubiously claimed with good reason. It has a massive impact. It might not be important to everyone. But as someone who doesn't like Battle Royale... Um, it changed my opinion of this genre. It got me into it, and I'm I'm having a good time whenever I play it. Except I really am not very good as Bangalore, so you know that sucks. <laughs> the Bangalores. <laughs> Thanks, Keaton. <laughs> we I all appreciate know exactly it. what you're talking about. Well, the yeah. Bangalores <laughs> are just these funny little tubes that you know you put dynamite in, basically. Oh, yeah, not Bangalores are a real thing. Yeah. From what? Did you ever play Medal of Honor? Come on. I'm sorry to say that I didn't. Anyway. Uh, that's, I don't know if you guys want to, if we have any questions or suppositions, I know it's not totally your wheelhouse, but I figured I'd explain to you what the deal with this good, good game is. I, I, I've got one question. Hmm. So, I mean, I know you said this was not the reason for your aversion to Fortnite, but Fortnite has a pretty, pretty infamous kind of fuckboy fan base of yeah. like 12 year olds and, and toxic people. How Can you how be you a fuckboy found... and 12 years old? I don't know if that. Yes. I don't know. Hey, I feel like... it, it sounds counterintuitive and illegal. I assure you, it's both and it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> Just like 12 year olds. At least a wannabe fuckboy 12 year old. Yes. Also, okay. I said fuckboys and 12 year olds. It could be, it could be both. <laughs> um, but does, does Apex Legends also have like a, a fan base like that? Or do you find it to be generally pretty. A toxic community is what he's saying? Is it toxic? Yeah. So uh, I think it sidesteps a lot of the problems again by making the game so much more accessible without relying on communication. Mm. Yeah, that's Because you can ping, and because weapons, even the weapons are are broken up pretty easily, like the level of gear and the kind of gear is all color-coded in ways that after like two or three matches, it's really easy to grasp. So there's a pretty low learning curve, and I think fewer crazy tactics like the building thing that create that sort of elitist attitude. Um, And the fact that people aren't talking to each other makes it better. (laughs) It really I does. It's, yeah. it's no, just, no, I, I, it's just it, a it funny statement. A huge, I agree it, with you. Yeah, it, it makes a huge difference because um, I've only heard one match in like the dozens that have played where someone was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I got shot. 
Um, I think that that counteracts it pretty well. Yeah. The uh, A lot of the Fortnite community is involved in Apex Legends because same genre, kind of makes sense. And uh, how EA helped get it off the ground is I guess they paid a lot of influencers and streamers to like stream Apex early. Okay, that's why I, okay. So like there's definite overlap in the communities, but that toxicity hasn't really broken through. Uh, my engagement online and in the game around Apex Legends has been like thoroughly positive. Uh, aside from like a couple griefers and assholes but you know to be expected when you have 25 million players makes sense well hey that's that's my time i know the mozambique uh, is not liked that's that's the most i know the mozambique is a terrible three round clip handheld really? shotgun i think all the shotguns in that game need to be buffed because like a close-up shot with an auto shotgun does 60 damage but like half a clip from an smg does way more than that and it's just they're useless. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to say that that's probably my time a minute longer than I wanted to be. Oopsie. But that's going to be my time. Uh I thought I could stretch six cookies over this hour. I was mistaken. I have no cookies and it is now. <laughs> well, I guess we got to end the episode early. Yeah, but it's over. <laughs> end it early. Rule cookies. <laughs> All right. Uh Tell me about the news. Jeff, tell me about Pokemon Yeet and Greet. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got we've got some new developments in Pokemon. None of them are like, you know, overly groundbreaking in terms of things that are happening, but they Disagree. all just fucking happen because <laughs> as of recording, today <laughs> is Pokemon Day. Officially. Pokemon Day, what is it? February 27th. Yes. When was that a thing? Is that a thing they just did now just to be like, oh, by the way, it's Pokemon Day. Woo. No, no, no. It's It's been a thing. Who recognizes it? People who play Pokemon. Because last time I checked, I had to go to work today, so not a real holiday. <laughs> it's not a fucking national holiday, I'll tell you that. I, Keenan, I actually didn't have to go to work today. My last name is Ketchin. There might be something to yeah. this. <laughs> wow, you're right. Oh, okay, I see. I get to have a Pokemon theme. Anyway, so tell us tell us about recent developments in the Poke verse so uh, we, okay. we've had a couple we've had a couple of developments i think i'll kind of start with the the least significant and work my way up um one of the things that's kind of fun is they just added this new feature in uh in pokemon go uh, like about i want to say like a week or two ago where so you know how like the game was like infamously ar to begin yeah. with like augmented reality mm-hmm. was it yeah yeah, yeah. like you the, that was like the whole thing like oh you oh, see pokemon, pokemon go standing. oh i was thinking yeah, about pokemon, pokemon in general i was like i don't know man the, the no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you remember the advanced ar technology <laughs> nintendo squeezed into the game boy color in the mid late 90s that was crazy right <laughs> You mean your house doesn't look like pixels? <laughs> no. Anyway, so uh, yeah, um, so. so so pretty pretty soon into the game, people stopped doing that because you know instead of having to hold your phone up and like look around, you could like Which act- destroys your battery as well. Yeah, that as well. You could just turn the AR off, and you could just like catch Pokemon as they show up, and they won't like move around. You can do it as you're walking. Um, but the game found a new way to incorporate AR into it where there's this new feature where they like upgraded the 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 photo system photo taking system in the game where you can take out your pokemon that you have caught and like you know AR them into a room and then take photos with them but the AR is like fucking crazy like you can do a fucking 360 around the the pokemon and they'll stay in the same place it's that's nice it's wild and it's i tried it i started trying it out today and it's it's also the yeah. the way that you can catch smeargle which is a is a Pokemon that's should have been out a while ago in well, this game. Uh, wait, Smeargle? Yeah. Does he have an evolution named Gorlum? <laughs> no, he's a he's a 
he doesn't have an evolution. He's got a he's got a tail that's a paintbrush. He's from a while ago. Ring. Okay, so smear, not okay. Yeah, obviously. I'm reading uh, a new J.R. or a Tolkien book. I'm reading <laughs> Unfinished Tales. Not new. It's from 1980, but new to me. I was about to say, like, oh, wow, he's still making stuff good for him. He actually did. Uh, Fall of Gondolin just came out like a year ago. Sorry. Smeargle was not in the game for a while, and they added him in this way. So if you take a bunch of pictures, eventually he'll just fucking show up and photobomb one of them. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, so, actually, that's, that's, that's really funny clever. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. Um, So that that's kind of like a, you know, a, a, a not not a huge story that's just like a fun new feature that was that out is cool. Pokemon go. I like that. Um Wait, was Smeargle a Pokemon introduced to Pokemon Go? Uh Smeargle was from Gen 2. Okay, the reason that he wasn't oh, Gen so 2? he wasn't so in, Yeah, he was not added in Pokemon Go with the rest of Gen 2 because he's got sort of like an A regular move set that would have been hard mm. to translate into the like the way that the game has the move sets okay. work. That makes sense. Yeah. So what's your next what's your next piece of Pokem 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 What's the next ladder of Pokemon info? Well, yeah. the, the other next thing is that the the new trailer for uh Detective Pikachu came out oh, did you watch yesterday. It? Yep. And yeah, I did watch it and uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, there are I I mean, I you know, I'm Keenan Keenan said yesterday that he was disappointed by the trailer because it had some things in it that seemed like they could be potentially like pretty big spoilers for the plot of the movie. And I, I sort of got that impression too when I watched it, but I may, that that kind of makes me think that there might be like more to what we think is well, going to yeah, be to no, the story. I assume there's going to be more to um, it, but I still think that the fi- uh, uh, there's still stuff in the new trailer that I really would have liked to see just in the movie, you know? I would have liked having no knowledge of that and just be like, oh. It gives me the impression that maybe that all that all that reveal stuff was probably going to be happening in like the the opening acts of the movie. But still. And that would be mm. like setting up the premise of like the whole conspiracy thing going yeah, I'm, on. I'm cool with that, but I didn't know about that and I would have liked to have like figured it out in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, a, as someone who doesn't know a lot about Pokemon, I have no clue what you're talking about. That trailer seemed pretty innocent. Okay, well, uh, well, no, I mean just generally movie plot stuff. I assume what Keenan was talking about spoilers for people who don't want to watch the trailer. Spoilers. But, um, like there's like some line of dialogue about how like the main character's dad was like presumed dead, but oh. then Pikachu's got this fucking theory that he's actually like you know. Oh yeah, and then Pikachu says like three yeah, theories, and yeah, they're all like a bunch of conspiracy and bonkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was I, cute. That is what oh, you were talking no. about, right? Oh, what no. were you talking about? Was... Oh, Mewtwo. How about yeah. Mewtwo? That was another big one too. Mewtwo. Mewtwo yeah. came out of a parade balloon. Yeah, that I I think that that was another one that I felt that like Mewtwo showed up. I think I probably would have wanted to leave Mewtwo yeah, being yeah. a surprise for the movie. Like, even even if like you you hinted at him early on, <laughs> I still would have been like, yeah. oh, are we gonna do Mewtwo? Yeah, and then it would have been like, like I, I'm not, I'm not even Mewtwo, like a yeah. huge Pokemon guy. Uh, but so Mewtwo's was, a pretty big deal. Yeah, and like, I was Mewtwo just like, is oh, not showing kinda, up without like, him being yeah. plot significant. Although maybe maybe now the twist is Team Rocket, which I'm 100 percent behind. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played the Detective Pikachu game, so I don't that know because it it doesn't really take place in the same sort of universe as the other Pokemon games because it it takes place in a kind of more like gritty, like pseudo more realistic universe. Like if the universe of Pokemon is like really fucking happy go lucky and and wacky, and our universe is our universe, it's sort of like halfway in between. But um, so yeah, that was that was the other bit of news and then the biggest bit of news is that today it there was a pokemon direct released by nintendo and game freak 
for the next generation of Pokemon games, which are coming out late 2019. We're doing really? Yep, Generation 8. The games are Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, and they are set in a region that is modeled after the United Kingdom. And uh, yeah, we got the reveal of the three new starter Pokemon. So the Pokemon that you pick yeah. at the beginning of the game. What is it? Grookey? Grookey. Grookey. Um, uh, fucking... The bunny. Uh, Sobble. Sobble is the water type, and Scorbunny, I think is it's what it's yeah, called? Yeah, Scorb. Uh, I think Scorbunny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which one will evolve into a fighting type? Well, yeah, a lot of people have been like, <laughs> oh, they're going to make another fire fighting type because that's like an infamous thing. I, I don't really think that they're going to do that yeah. again since they've like re- received such backlash for it. Because last generation, they basically made a fire fighting type and then we're just like, except it's no, it's really a fire dark type. But like, let's be fucking real here. Incineroar is a fire fighting type. <laughs> Now, it's a question out of ignorance. How long ago did Sun and Moon come out? I feel like that was super recent. Uh, yeah, I mean, they release a new Pokemon game every, like, every year or so. I know, that, but they do a lot of the remakes and stuff like that. Like, we just got Let's yeah, Go. Yeah, so, so, so Sun and Moon, the original Sun and Moon came out, I believe it would be three years ago now. And then two years ago, oh, Ultra really? Sun and wow. Ultra Moon came out. And then yeah, last fuck. year, okay. Pokemon, yeah. or the, like this year, you know, like 2018. So not three years ago from now, but like 2016 is when Sun and yeah, Moon, I think, okay. came out. And then that, 2017 that, yeah, was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And, and then Moon. 2018 was Pokemon Let's Go and Let's Go, P- oh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. God, time, I lost it. I lost all my time. Uh, that That's not verified. And but- my cookies. Uh, you know that that's how i assume it happened i don't, I don't, I don't i'm not gonna look up those dates but i'm pretty confident that that's about how it no, went that, that sounds about <laughs> right i just because i'm so not connected to pokemon i just am like very ignorant of its yeah. development anyway back to you keenan i have oh, little uh, to contribute. i was gonna say that uh okay thank you for clearing that up jeff because i i share a meme with you guys uh a little right before the podcast um it's like the scottish meme. uh let the record state i did not view this meme oh well basically uh are you aware of like the squattish the, sorry, the squattish uh the scottish tweet meme <laughs> squattish no, no i don't know uh, if i am it's basically like uh it's i don't know okay i have no idea if these are like real real but basically either people um reading scottish tweets in like a heavy accent and they're pretty hilarious especially because like the words are like like written in accent, huh. so I didn't know That's anything funny. about sudden, uh, sudden, uh, sword and uh, 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 ye- and greet, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know. I just I've just been rhyming. That's that's the only way I could do it. Uh, but um, uh, I didn't know about uh, sun and sword or anything about it. But now I I, I started meme as they were like showing. Uh, I don't I don't know. Sword and shield. Just say sword and moon. So it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds better. You know, um, sword and shield. But I saw this meme and I was like, oh, that's gonna be the region. Because yeah. there's this meme that's actually it's it's pretty funny. Uh, Colin, you should find all of these. Honestly, they're pretty. It's like I'll, it's I'll like, take... hey, you want to fight? It's like, nah, just a pump shit in the woods. <laughs> uh, I've been rediscovering my Canadian side because Pat talked about Letter Kenny on a recent episode yes. of CKP. <laughs> so I I've been digging through Letter Kenny and oh man. Really reminds me of home, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a really funny show. Whatever it it's is. a funny show. <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, yeah. so, uh, I mean, the Pokemon games, like, there hasn't been anything super groundbreaking released yet. It's It looks like exciting new stuff. Um, I think that, like, I what my hope is for the game is because when they said that they were, um, like, they said that they split up the team to, like, one team developed uh, 
like it was working on this game for the Switch and Pokemon Let's Go and Let's Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and then the other team was working on Sun and Moon and stuff. Yeah. And Sun and Moon had some kind of like babying down easy qualities to it. Or no, actually, wait a minute. I, let me just fucking revert everything I just said. I'm like mixing several trains of thought right now. It's a mess. Yeah, you are, because you've talked about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon on the podcast. Yeah. And this doesn't line up with that. So they released the most recent game release was Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And those games were like super dumbed down and easy. They like adopted a lot of things from Pokemon Go. Yeah. So I thought it was that very... was the point of them. Yeah, no, no, they were. It was the oh, point okay. of them. That's what I'm saying. But I'm hoping that because those games were released as the the obligatory game to try to get like new younger people involved yeah. that they're going to be able to take a little bit more liberty with this game and add the some edgier, more you know like, it, legitimate it sure difficulty like it. to it you know <laughs> it looks it looks as though like the implication was not necessarily open world but a lot of open environments yeah and a, and a lot more ability to free roam in 3d like they're going yeah, we'll see because the map is basically like it's just like a a, a huge line it's oh, kind of shaped okay. like a sword. Wow, really? <laughs> I'm sure it jumps around a little bit, but hopefully it doesn't. I mean, you know, the Pokemon game is always, Pokemon games have always had more or less like a a pretty singular path, but then you just have true. to find your own way. But then, yeah, like, you gotta go recently, up and down. It's and just stuff. like you literally can't walk anywhere with someone being like, "Hey, you have to go here next." Hey, did I tell you you have to go here next? You have to go here. You should use this type of Pokemon to fight it. And it's just like, fuck all. So it is in, it is an open world. It's just filled with peer pressure. Like real life. <laughs> yeah. uh, you yeah, could go anywhere, life. but like, really, can you? But you should get your degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It, that, that, There's that's a car payment. Pretty good. Uh... <laughs> just There's no right. cars in Pokemon. Well, thank you, Jeff. That was actually, I didn't know. I didn't read into the Sword and Shield stuff. Um, so this is good to know a little bit more about it. And with this, uh, Keenan, you actually haven't even said to us off the mic what you're talking about today. Mr. Keenan Kodish, former High Sheriff, what would you like to discuss on this month's Common Briefing program? I am the once and future High Sheriff. Until, but now I'm, I'm, I'm repping the people here, right? I'm the voice of the resistance. I am revolution incarnate. What resistance? You know, Who's you're listening? To everything! Anyway. To you? There's lots I of get, that going around. Uh, yeah, basically, generally, there is always that sort of just friction. Yeah, um, <laughs> alright, so, um, friction. now, this, this, this is a bit of one. So, I'm gonna be talking, I'm, I wanna talk to you guys i will be talking i am talking uh about uh dune the uh, uh 1965 novel which i don't is know if now, i call that yes breaking news uh, uh, no, no, i mean yes it's breaking news now because kidding, yeah. um now back in 2016 uh the rights were and tv rights for the film and uh for the tv and film rights for doom are reacquired by legendary entertainment right and ah, they I were did see this. all right and they were talking about it for a while and i thought they were going to go the tv route to kind of compete like some they were going to like auction it off to someone else and they would compete with game of thrones because there's a lot of similarities there however yeah, isn't the original doom the, I, the original doom, doom movie like not really acclaimed like it's kind of like iffy. it's it, it's trippy so and it's long here. i'm a and little it, bit ignorant and i actually don't know a whole lot about doom okay. Dune is basically, uh, it was what many consider, like, it is the best-selling um, science fiction novel in history. That's the okay. way it's supposed to be. It won the Hugo Award. I don't know, the Book of Revelations is pretty compelling. Oh, my God. Uh, that's historical <laughs> fiction, all right? That's pre- <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not kidding though. I've read the book of Revelations like three or four times. It's, it's trippy. I love it. It it's is wonderful. riveting. Like there's a scroll. It's got like eight seals on it. It's ridiculous. It's sorry, seven. Se seven seals. Sorry, seven. seven I'm sorry, seals, God. Seven horns, seven bowls. See, now that's, 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 how, it, now that's how it activates. I'm, I'm fucking I'm scribbling. Um, Eating penguins yeah, all over uh, the place. Basically, Jeff, it is about um, it's about this. It, the first, the first book, anyway. It's a series of books, but okay. it's really the first one written by Frank Herbert. Um, it basically follows uh, this guy named Paul Atreides who is the heir to House Atreides uh, in this science fiction world, and eventually he has to go to a different planet, which is a Krakus, where uh, the spice is. Spice is the most valuable substance in the universe. It increases life. It makes your mental powers go off the chart. Uh, it makes your poops real stingy and hot. It makes you have sex good. <laughs> it's it does like it literally does like everything. And it's like I said, it's the most powerful and expensive uh, stuff in the universe. The spacing guild, which the people who you know pilot the ships, use it to fold space for travel. Damn. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I didn't um, know spice was he, that powerful. Well, he I've actually, been missing he out on so much. Yeah, right. They just have like a fresh salad pepper grinder every time they want to pop to Alpha Centauri. Yeah, he eventually, <laughs> um, he eventually like goes there, and then there's a, a you know, his uh, inc their ancestral enemies, the Harkonnens, um, eventually, you know, uh, attack them. There's some betrayal. There's, you know, drama. Eventually, he joins the native Fremen on the planet of Krakus, where, you know, also known as Dune, where is the spice uh, Malellan is made. And he eventually rises up to become emperor, take over the universe and stuff. Uh, however, it's very it's very philosophical. There's a lot of cool sci-fi. There's Mentats, which are human computers. Um, there's the Betty Jesuits, which are basically like kind of like very more like super morally gray jedi they're just like we kind of want to find the quizak heterac and the quizak heterac jedi are morally gray but oh uh, no on. not like these guys these guys are like we're trying to make the next superhuman but that is their ultimate goal to find the quizak heterac and it's slowly implied that um paul is very much the quizak heterac whose mind powers will be the great but anyway um, like I said, back in 2016, Legendary Entertainment acquired the film and movie, TV rights. Then announced that they were going to go uh, into the, um, they're going to make a film about it. Now, what's really exciting about it that's been announced pretty much the last couple months uh, is the <clears throat> cast list and who's uh, getting involved. Um, Dennis. Is Patrick Stewart again? No, unfortunately, Patrick <laughs> Stewart will not be playing Gurney Halleck, the, tra the troubadour, unfortunately. Uh, but Dennis, uh, did, or maybe it's. Denise, I don't know. Uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve, I think. I don't know. He's oh, French-Canadian. Uh, Villeneuve, the guy who did uh, yeah, Blade the new Runner, Runner uh, Yeah, the new Blade Runner. He oh, okay. is that was, that was directing a the movie. He's directing the movies. Good ass. Uh, they will be split into two movies according to Frank Herbert's uh, children. And then when Peter Jackson runs out of money, they're going to announce it's three movies. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, that's going to be about taking halfway through the first book, and then the second will be you know let's split it evenly, hopefully. So anyway, the the cast list is getting crazy. Um, I, there's a I don't know I don't know this actor, but he's playing Paul. Uh, his name is Timothy Chalmet. He... I thought that you were going to leave it at he's playing Paul and move on. I don't know who Timothy <laughs> Chalmet either. Apparently, is. He's, I'm going to fucking he's, Google. He's like he's a very yeah no I'm looking at him. He's a very like no he's like. He's uh, nominated for the Academy Award for Best Fuck. Actor for "Call Me by Your Name." It's it's Colin. Oh, that he guy. was in. Is, he was Interstellar. You know. Uh, Wait, he was in Interstellar. Who did he play in Interstellar? I love that movie. It doesn't look familiar at all to me. Well, it's not even. What the fuck is it? Uh, he played young Tom Cooper. I don't. I didn't see that. 
Yep. Okay. No, that makes sense. He played wow, Kyle yes. in Lady Bird. If that means anything to anybody, I haven't um, seen that one either. Like I said, I don't. Should. I don't really know him, but everyone else, I'm sure you guys will know. Uh, well, at least most of them, you know. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who you know is a Swedish actress. She's got a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Played play? Jessica. What what has she played? Yeah, give me a second to really. Yeah, she was. Um. Uh. She played Jenny in The Greatest Showman. Uh, she played. Oh, she was Ilsa in the new, the, the last two Mission Impossible movies. Um, she was Not in doing much for me. O- only only two I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, she was in. Uh, the, they were actually pretty good. Well, I mean, Fallout was better than Rogue Nation, but Rogue Nation had its own like stuff. I saw. Anyway, she was I, I, uh, in I, Florence I, I lost Twenty minutes of Fallout about ten times. And yeah, <laughs> good. Uh, she was also oh, a girl yeah. on train. Um, oh, yeah, but right, anyway, I know who she is. All right. Wait, she's yeah. here. She will be playing uh, Lady Jessica. Who no, what was be, the last one you said? Uh, girl on a Train. Um, but anyway, so uh, otherwise, uh, David Batista will be playing uh, oh. Rabin, the Beast, who's like this, you know, snazzy. the dick. Snazzy. Uh, uh, the meat Very head. snazzy. Yeah, of um, the evil Drax, guy. right? Yeah, Drax. Yes. Okay. Uh, Stellan Starsguard will be playing the uh, the Baron Harkonnen, which is very exciting, who is sort of the evil ancient enemy of uh, Rival House, head of the Rival House. Uh, yeah, that's hopefully you know Stellan. He was uh, he was the uh, yeah the guy he was Avengers, uh, girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh, Chap Bill. No, you know? yeah, you do. He was uh, he was the uh, old uh, the old European guy, the professor that worked with Thor. He was in Thor's oh, movies oh, and in the Avengers. Okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, no, he's, he's in great. Mamma Mia. Yes, I, that's not what I would put as his top work. <laughs> but you know, go ahead. Uh, you know, I was, was going for more. You he's know, one he's one of like, the dads. Yes, definitely. That is that is the epitome of his work. Anyway, um, he'll be playing like like I said, he'll play. Right. Um, We've spent about three and a half minutes on CGP reads IMDb. Yeah, um, Charlotte Rapley. I'm enjoying it. Um, who I believe was in uh, Babylon AD. Uh, will be Gosh, playing. She's like you're this... really just revealing all the things I haven't seen. Oh, okay, fuck, whatever. <laughs> anyway, she'll be playing the Reverend Mother, who's like the lady of the Betty Joseph with wits. Oscar no, Isaac. This is great. He's picking out all the topics for like the next twenty episodes of CGP. Uh, Oscar Isaac will be playing Duke Leto, Paul's father. I know who, him. Uh, the doomed Duke Leto, unfortunately, who I love in the book. He's like such a great dad. He's such a great dude. But like he's flawed in the way that he he couldn't believe that like uh his enemies could like hate like someone who hates his enemies as much as he does would betray him. Like he thought like the whole the friend of my fr- the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of a thing. But the like friend it of work. my friend is my enemy. You can only have one. Choose. Hey Keenan, have you met Jeff? I fucking hate Jeff. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zendaya uh, will be playing Chanti, who is a uh, 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 one of the native girls that Paul eventually falls in love with. Javier Bardem will be playing Stilgar, uh, tribal leader. Uh, oh, Josh Brolin will be playing Gertie Halleck, who Ooh. is like uh, this old kind of crusty troubadour who uh, works. Oh, he's, pl- he's playing the Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart plays. Yeah. Yep. By uh, Josh Jason Pro. Momoa, oh. who recently uh, got on board as Duncan Idaho. Who? Sorry, Keenan. I'm going to zone out as I re envision all of Star Trek The Next Generation with this casting right now. Basically. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as Duncan Idaho. And Duncan Idaho is a really cool character. He's basically like they go down to. Jason um, Momoa plays Data. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Which is weird. He doesn't have emotions, but he's always doing pranks. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound like a data thing to do. That sounds like a data episode. You can't tell me that's that's not true. You know? I would love that episode. Like a bunch of really bad, not funny data jokes. Data has, he, he reprograms himself to look like 
Jason Momoa. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Duncan Idaho is a really cool character because Duncan Idaho is basically like the one of the greatest swordsmen in the galaxy. And when he they go down to the um, the planet, the planet Dune, a Kraken, uh, the native Fremen are like these badasses because they're just they're really good at like fucking people up. And one of the reasons like uh, House Atreides gets them on their side so quickly is because they send Duck and Idaho there, and they're like, "Yo, Duck and Idaho, no, he he's about that smoke. I like him. You guys must be chill. Mm-hmm. It's just it's great." Uh, so I'm- suffice it to say, with this recap of the story, which I was thinking of reading Dune this year, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, oh, I haven't. I mean, said you, cool. you you've piqued my interest in the film. Um, I don't what- know. This cast sounds pretty stellar to me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like this sounds. Good. This sounds like something I want to watch. Uh, yeah, the most recent one I heard about, who is uh, this? I, I like. I just heard about this when I like Google the cast again just to make sure that because uh, David Dasmalchan, I think that Dasmalchan, uh, the, the uh, Ant Man. He's he's the one of the uh, like the, the the criminals who like talks like this. You know, the one that, like Baba Yaga. Oh you know, that yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, oh, you oh, know, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was also uh, in Dark Knight as the guy wearing hockey pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The, no. Yes. No. Yeah, he's the, the schizophrenic guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the schizophrenic. I know. I when you said he I'm not wearing, wearing hockey pads, ho- I thought he was like no. He that was guy was one very of the different. Criminals. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, he's the guy that that Batman interrogated in. Yeah, the, he's no, actually. That, that Harvey. Uh, yeah, he's actually yeah, yeah, a yeah, character. Yeah. Okay, that I'm, I get I'm you. really. Uh, I was excited. I'm a little disappointed by the casting, but I think he'll do a good job. Uh, of Peter Devers. Devers. So when uh, is this movie duology coming out? Two twenty will be November twenty twenty. Uh, will when the film, Warner Brothers will distribute the. That's wow, real. They got it. They got to be starting shooting like real fucking the second, soon. They then. said that they're going to be starting in the second quarter of 2019. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, okay. which I think is going to be really cool there. Uh, imagery right there. Mm. But yeah, no, this is a very, for me, um, this is a very exciting project because the original movie kind of took out a bunch of the really cool stuff. And I'm actually really excited to see who's going to play Fade, uh, Fade Hardcore, uh, well, he's, he's eventually, you know, Fade Rathu Rabin, um, who is like the um uh he's a uh, he's like the parallel to Paul he's like the evil version of him and he's he's a savage i love that dude he was actually played by uh, oh, sting be yeah he was played by sting in the original movie and like they didn't oh, focus really? on him yeah they didn't focus him on a, focus on him at all he had a bunch of there were a bunch of really cool chapters in the book that were like explicitly about the harkonnens and like their whole dynamic and in those in my opinion are some of the coolest ones because there's just they're just they're like they're just kind of like bad people, but like they're very interesting characters to like look at. They're good villains. And I'm very excited for this because the original, like I said, the original movie got cut that out entirely. And they beca- it became really trippy and surreal and, in my opinion, not a very good movie. And it was very mm-hmm. long. And they glossed, they glossed over all the parts I would have liked to focus on and took a lot of time with all the parts that I was like, I feel like we could have, you know, moved along with that pretty easily. Well, mm-hmm. I bet you the film's producers feel the same way. And that's probably why they're busting it out into two that's why separate this, uh, movies. How do you say his name? How do you say his name? <laughs> this, uh, this Blade Runner guy? Uh, Dennis Villeneuve, I think. Well, yeah, it. I really liked uh, 2049. Uh, so hopefully he can take that sort of direction over and the fact that it's being split into two movies is uh is very good and i think i know exactly like the perfect spot to uh put it i'm not going to say anything but like i I have a pretty good idea where it'll end um but this also like for me this is like this this was huge i mean like a lot of people my father read dune and actually i i read it a couple years ago 
uh, at his urging. And I actually found out like a lot of, a lot of the lines in it. I realized my father had been quoting to me like all my life. Yeah, and like <laughs> I just showed one of my friends hot fuzz, and my I am about to just fall apart in their eyes. Yeah, right. But I no, I was still like I was like, Dad, you've been quoting like, are you just doing Duke Leto? And I was like just absorbing it. And for me, like I said, it, it just kind of like took like you know. Uh, like I, I, I felt I knew my father better after. Like, that's that's it. very cool, Keenan. Uh, All right, yeah. Thank, thank you, Keenan. Like very cool stuff. All right. Uh, before we move into the rating section where we pick our top story, uh, I got a new water bottle uh, a week ago, and it has a straw in it. But when you take the straw out, listen to this. It's fucking wild. Oh. Tom just turned into a dolphin right before yeah. our eyes. It looks that, that it, wasn't just the noise of the water bottle. He put it in his mouth and he literally transformed into a dolphin. I became a swearing SpongeBob character with a blowhole. That and was everything. actually uh, that was actually our our like our, our motion sensors going off and like we don't <laughs> we don't know what it is, but we're like, what is that? And we're like, we're trying to fine tune it, but we just keep hearing that. We're like, I don't know. But it sounds bad. <laughs> and then something will grab one of us and like pull us out of the room. And we'll be like, no, Jeffrey! Sorry, Jeffrey FTD. Uh, it's okay. Right. That's first to die. So uh, I want us to vote on top story. So we don't vote for the representative. We vote for the story we think we like the most. There's only five because Jeff, you had three Pokemon stories. Keenan and I each had the one big one. Um, I'd encourage you to not vote for your own, though I guess I won't stop you from doing it. Uh, and I have a tiebreaker rule in effect, which we didn't have to use last time. But with three of us, who knows? It's a possibility. Now, uh, I, Colin Ketchin, I'm going to cast my vote for top story. And it may actually surprise you guys because I'm voting for Sword and Shield. Um, I actually think Woo! I'm most interested in the development of Pokemon as a Switch first franchise. Yeah. Uh, what this means for the Nintendo 3DS, which we didn't really uh, have the time to get into. Well, that's um, pretty much gone. Like, yeah, let's even go though Pikachu still... and Eevee were also on the Switch, so it's, mm-hmm. they just move on from console to console every once in a while. Yeah, uh, the Dune thing honestly does interest me. I'd heard musings of it, but didn't know the details. Um, if I read the book this year, I will probably obviously be more invested, but for now, even though I don't play Pokemon, it definitely <clears> has an impact on a lot of things and people I care about, and I think it's good for me to, to, to keep... <laughs> Keep up with that. Yes, Keenan. I know this no. sounded no. more serious than Yeah, it no, it's to be. like it's Thanks like uh-huh. mocking my vulnerability. No, 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 no. It's not it's not no, it's like that's very cool. Just the word impact made it sound like if like there could be a negative impact. Like it could be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my last like, name is Ketchin. There's yeah, lots I know, of negative but, impacts. There but are still, a lot of negative like, impacts of this franchise upon Yeah, but you're me not gonna personally. be like, oh, Colin, you're not gonna get a phone call one day to be like, Colin, it's me, Denise. I don't know your friends. You know, and they'll be like, oh, what happened to these? And they're like, oh, well, you know, Bob, he's in a coma. Why? Because Pokemon Sun and Moon was delayed and like the graphics were kind of shit when it came out anyway. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh no, Pokemon, you know, Sword and Shield. My nephew He's been arrested because he tried to mimic Pokemon and accidentally set up an illegal dog fighting ring. Please help. <laughs> Call Peter. All right. So uh, I give my vote to uh, to Sword and Shield. Uh, Jeff, what would you say of the stories you've heard is the one that interests you the most? So uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, the honest answer is is Pokemon stories. But in the interest <laughs> of not not voting for my own, uh, I'm I'm not inherently interested in Dune. 
but that cast list sounds pretty banger, and I'm always up for a good sci-fi time and, and a new reimagining of something that I haven't gotten into, so I think that's that's where my vote's going, is well, to... Well, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Jeff, I think you will enjoy... I wouldn't recommend you read the book, Jeff, just because... Yeah, I don't read. I, yeah, I know you, <laughs> and also the book's very... Um, Jeff, I can read it to wordy. you on FaceTime. Like, they got, they got, like, you know, it, it uses weird words, that, like, it's a, it gets trippy at some point, but if you like Game of Thrones, which you do... I do. Um, cool. You'll like you know uh doom because it's basically like I, the way I, I like introduce people to it is like it's like science fiction game of thrones all right yeah. there's competing house there's a lot of overlap. well yeah, uh, hey, hey keenan then if you had to take a vote for for top story here what's the, of the three pokemon stories um or the apex legend story what do you think what do you think has your attention the most what do you think is the top story in geek news for february 2019 i mean once again i, I you know i feel like it's doomed but uh in interest of <laughs> well, fairness yes. you know no uh <laughs> no i would have to say hands down apex legends because um yeah, i don't y- y- see like jeff jeff knows the audience and i just i don't i just don't care about pokemon just because like it's very interesting like i like that other people like it i like hearing them talk about it uh, but mostly i just know enough to like people about it yeah, yeah. Like, well the, the best. every time there's fucking pokemon news i'm just like oh god gotta avoid keenan for a couple days all right <laughs> they look well of that <laughs> all right well hey episode two of the common briefing program we have a tie now here's the tie breaking mechanism i have in place if you think it's dumb whatever we're gonna try it anyway i'll change it next time so the tie breaking mechanism that I have is well, we have three stories: sword and Aren't shield. Aren't going to be frequently ties if people are bringing multiple stories and there's only three people voting? I mean, uh, I have ways. <laughs> I have other contingencies. Well, I think Jeff should I win. I thought Keenan was going to vote on Detective Pikachu, and then I was going to like give it to you because you got two votes. But anyway, so oh, well, yeah, that's right. That was one of the stories. Um, would you like yeah. to amend your statement before the ending of these proceedings? I will amend my statement, but also I was going to say that um, we should probably give it to Jeff anyway because me and him wanted to me. vote for. Story. We're not doing. We both wanted to vote for our uh, own, <laughs> and you were the only one who really like up, like initially made a jump uh, to a different. But I would say, yeah, the Detective Head Pikachu movie is legitimately interesting. All right, uh, fair enough. Then Jeffrey, you definitely win the Top Story Award. Um, well, I'm going to say that it will apply to. Well, Jeff, I'm going to let you decide this. Which do you think is more important, Detective Pikachu or uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield? I think that unequivocally. Detective Pikachu is more important because this is going to be a live action movie coming to the Pokemon universe Mm. and there is you know Sword and Shield is exciting because it's a new Pokemon game there'll be no Pokemon but it's as of right right now what we know it's the next iteration of the Pokemon games and that's pretty much it so cool I think that like that uh that detective pikachu holds some potential be really exciting and so i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna throw it on to that one all right fantastic then you heard it here as decided by us three and not with a lot of concrete unanimity. Yeah. Uh, Detective the, Pikachu. This is the biggest this, geek news was yeah. the second trailer of the Detective Pikachu movie. <laughs> <laughs> February has been a dull month. Captain <laughs> Lemon, we are giving you the lowest lane award from journalism. <laughs> All right. That to about be fair, wraps I think up. that I, I would, I would, I think that probably, like, I'm most interested in Dune because I don't care about Apex Legends, but Apex Legends is probably the bigger story of things that have significantly well, yeah. Like I said, yeah. but I said that at the beginning too. That like it's the biggest in its scale, but I don't know the impact it's having on people outside of that niche. Well, which I've granted, been memes it's about, a big niche. I've been seeing Apex Legends. So it's not a niche. 
Yeah. I have been seeing Dune casting meme. It's so funny. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they're just, like, they're just like, hey, you. Yes, you reading this. You've just been cast in Dune. <laughs> Did you hear it? See, just I haven't about, seen like, any of that. I have been seeing a lot of memes about, you know, the fucking, like, new things in the tech Pikachu trailer. So That's, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that. So. Uh, you know what, Jeff? I think you might be right. Detective Pikachu, I, I am comfortable giving this the top story award for February 2019. That about wraps it up. Thank you the for rule listening of memes. to the Common Briefing <laughs> Program. I am your host, Colin Ketchin. You can find me at SonicolinK, S-O-N-I-C-O-L-I-N-K, on like Twitter and Facebook and Xbox and all sorts of things. Uh, I have been joined by... Uh, I've been Jeff and will continue to be, probably. Um, you can <laughs> find me on Instagram at Things I Wish Existed, and there's a dot between each of those words. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I've yeah. got a YouTube and a Facebook that are just my name, Jeff Lovett, but uh, nothing Don't spread those. crazy happens on there. Yeah. <laughs> and I've also been joined by... Uh, sorry, real quick. Uh, Jeff, I love how you're like, I will continue to be Jeff, as if like you could step down for being Jeff. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably for at least one more season, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll hand the title on to someone My else. fellow Americans, I regret to inform you that I can no longer fulfill my duties of being Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and now the vice Jeff will be sworn in as Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway. So I've been joined this month by Jeff and Vice Jeff. Vice Jeff, how can people find you? Hey, it's me. It's Keenan. It's Kodish. It's Keenan Kodish. God, I did not pick Keenan as my Vice Jeff. Are no, he got elected, me? bitch. That's right. If anything, Jeff is Vice Keenan. That's not how vices work. That used to be. Listen, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. is. Anyway, it is used to, have, it used to be. But anyway, the point is, you can find me where the truth is. You can find me in the field. You can find me doing the righteous work that I know is out there. So come right. find me. <laughs> so, uh, oh, comic God. briefing programs come out the first Friday of every month where we recap geek news from the previous month. Um, right now, we're obviously still in the same feed as Common Geeking Program. As we branch out, we've got a couple other shows currently actually in like recording and editing, which is pretty cool. We're coming out with some new stuff very soon. Um, but for now, you can obviously check us out, commongeekingprogram.com. We'll make sure it's all there. And f- uh, Facebook and Twitter, at Geeking Program. We'll try to put stuff there to keep you engaged. And regular episodes of CGP every other Friday. So two weeks every from today, you can hear Friday. you can hear that, which should be, I think, March 15th. Um, that'll be your next episode of CGP, episode 103. Yeah, you know me. Anyway, thanks for listening, subscribing, sharing, Isn't everything. Isn't that the one that came out today? No. You're right. Sorry. (laughs) We'll talk to you next month. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye. All right, uh, Jeff, what's the thing I can't say? Oh, wait, give me a second. Oh, well, I'm going to stop my fucking recording. That's that's for sure. And so are you. No, I want to bleep that. Sorry, I want to bleep that. Echo. Jesus. Wait, hold on. I got to... I'm going to stop my recording for this. The Common Briefing Program is hosted by me, Colin Ketchin, and I was joined this episode by Jeff Levitt and Keenan Kodish. This episode is sponsored by How Loud My Cat Is Purring. I'm not sure if you can hear it through the microphone, but it is warming my heart. The podcast is created by Patrick Brem, Colin Ketchin, and Jeff Levitt, and it's produced and edited by me with original music also by me. If you want to know more about us and all our different works, you can head to commongeekingprogram.com. We have a new episode of CBP the first Friday of each month, and we have the Common Geeking Program every other Friday in the same feed. Stay in touch, stay tuned, and thank you for listening to this.
I know I said that I would have all that super secret stuff as post-credits. Jeff actually did make sure that we didn't have it recorded. So despite all the funny nouns and things I would like to throw out now, I have been robbed from the great comedy I wanted to provide you. My sincerest of apologies. Let me go, um, uh, let me go fix this friendship.